Hey, J. Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Here to tell you that we are soon going to be available on Spotify. That's right, we've heard you all and are listening and are making our little podcast available across as many platforms as we can. And we would love to hear your thoughts on the show. So email us at tfucast at gmail.com or leave an iTunes review. The reviews help other people discover the show, and your fan mail have really done a lot to help keep us going and stay motivated. Not to mention, we are only a few iTunes reviews away from our first giveaway, a custom-painted minifigure of one of our playable characters. Anyway, that's it for me for now. This episode has a lot of new twists and turns to it that I'm really excited for you all to hear, so definitely let us know what you think, and I'll catch you at the end. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. Around here, we tend to just set up camp wherever we can best set up camp. We move a lot, you see. If anything, maybe I could even offer you a very lucrative business proposal. Uh, I'm, I'm waving the, the food again, and I go, so this is Goblin, right? Let's just not split hairs. I'm not even sure if the blue sky outside is real anymore. Why does he seem always suspicious? A man by the name of Yang was gathering and protecting a large amount of encroachers. Gods aren't really that. They're they're just something else. Powerful, yes, but but not gods. Can you bring a goblin back and interrogate it? Figure out the best way to proceed so we can find their chief. Good day, my lovely, lovely listeners. I, Robin, am back again with your daily wisdom. Today has been a slow day, so I thought we could do something different and provide some quick tips for surviving outside of true reality. (laughs) You know, it's crazy. After all, we at Potra Black Corporation believe that you all have the right to live freely, openly, and in our service until you can't afford to join us again. Personally, I am very excited for this new segment that I would like to call Tips with Robin. Tip one, do you often feel lethargic? Like your life is lacking in meaning? Perhaps you feel endless, harrowing, and existential crises that comes with the existence of life itself. Well, consider joining True Reality. Now available at miniature packages for those of you who have been disconnected for far too long. Log in and enjoy our perfect recreation of your home that you currently live in. Except better, because we made it for you. Tip 2. Need an extra boost to get going and serving Potroblat in the morning? Consider dog hunting. Yes, nothing is quite as exciting as the abject horror that comes from running towards or from those vicious winged beasts. My favorite dog to hunt is Fluffy, that scale two-headed Cerberus that is often seen patrolling the city for... 
well, whatever it is that dogs look for. Tip three. Want to live in true reality again, but can't afford it? Have you considered maybe not being poor? It really isn't all that difficult. Simply come from one of our many well-to-do families and make sure you're not born with any kind of objective atrocities like being a communist or a vi- or a ve- 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 vegan. Hey guys, come in. Do you hear me? Guys? Loud and clear. Oh, good. Hey, Manny. Eh. Kevin. This thing on? Uh, yeah, Kevin, we hear you. Oh, thank goodness. I lost hey, my you. transmitter. Oh, man. Bummer. Yeah. I mean, if all you lost is a transmitter, that's a pretty light Ahoda, I think. A what a? Ahoda. Dude, the... You know, what's going on outside? What? Are, are you talking about what those overseers were doing? Yeah, you know, every year they go out, they ahoda. They, it's kind of a thing. Have you not seen one? How? I, I haven't. Uh, it's only been a couple months for me. Oh, buddy. Oof. Yeah. Uh... Is that... What do they? Why do they do that, though? Why? Why are they taking people? Is it to plug them back in? Okay. Um, I think this was kind of on me. Uh, I probably should have warned you. What did you see? Uh, just um, uh, I I went I went by the 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 old Chinatown district, mm-hmm. uh, to to see uh old man Yang out there, and. And he he was he he was just parts, uh, n- nothing but the but kind of parts. Uh, old, old man Yang is gone. Ooh, poor bastard. Okay, what? man. Hey, um, next next year, uh, uh-huh. when a when a Hota comes around, the most important thing to do is never go outside, and that's on me. I didn't say anything. I should have. I'm sorry. So if you can just just what do you mean? Sorry, he was lucky, like <laughs> lucky, lucky. <sighs> yeah. All right. My my bad, guys. Uh, so okay. if I didn't live where I'd live, I'd be dead. I guess so you guys. This is just what? Why do you know why they're doing it? Or do they just hunt people? They just it's some kind of sick kick. They are overseers. I mean, yeah, they're obviously evil, but also, like, you know, there's not as much food growing nowadays. Oh, that's oh, nasty. Okay, so they're they're stealing their food. That makes sense. Oh, you, you, sweet you know summer what? Child, you know what? Let's just let's just get in the game. I think I'll I think I need to be Twilight for a while, if that's cool with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to think about old man Yang anymore right now. I mean, I do, but just not right now. That's fair. All right, that's right. Um, hey guys, let's dedicate this next game to Old Man Yang. What do you think? No arguments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be nice. All right. Well, I mean, let's let's get back into it, guys. Let's have some fun. 
Well, I mean, do you guys remember what we were doing last time? Uh, um, uh, no. Okay, okay. I'll jog your memories. Jump in when you remember. Uh, you were in a dark, dusty dungeon. You were fighting a giant armor. The roof collapsed. There was a cage. There were uh, five goblins in the cage, and there was a druid. And you fought him, or you didn't, and you talked a little bit. You guys get that audio? What was that? Sorry about that. I, I hit my mic. It's it's okay. Oh God. <laughs> I'm having a bit of an oh. off day. You guys go ahead. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> Scared me, man. I didn't know what that was. I was like, oh, new drones. Okay. <clears throat> I actually heard one uh, yesterday. Hezekiah. You met a druid named Hezekiah. He brought you back to his camp with, trust uh, him? with three, I recall. Uh, you had like a rapier to his neck for a while there. He has suggested that you work together. He says that he has information about how to get out of prison if you will but help him on his quest, uh, which is step one, find a goblin uh, and talk to that goblin so that they can step two, figure out where the goblin chieftain is hiding. And uh, and from that, I leave it to you. You guys have finished a long rest, so you're at full health. All of your abilities and spell slots are fully restored. Uh, and I do believe you all uh, had a nice dinner. So we are moving forward. So um, I gotta ask, uh, Hezzy, uh, where, where did you... Don't call me Hezzy. I'm sorry. Hezzy Kia... Uh, what, what did you, what did you put in this goblin? It tastes like su surprisingly like. Where did you get the spices? Oh, we haven't seen spices in years. You mean they're just naturally this delicious? Maybe I. I mean I. I know a few tricks hitting the right temperature. Uh, but yeah, they're they're just a naturally sweet sort of uh sort of game animal. Eh, well. I don't know if they're an animal, but yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Well, do we have an accord? Shall we get to business, as they say? Without many options, I suppose so. How true. So then Hezekiah raises up his, his staff with the vine wrapped around it and the bear claw holding an emerald, and he taps it on the floor twice, and uh, nothing happens and no one moves. And uh, he kind of looks over at Froggy, and he sort of cricks his neck with a little bit of a, like, Can you just... Can you... And Froggy grunts. Froggy the orc uh, walks over to this huge boulder in the back of the, the camp. The back of the camp being where the ceiling of this hallway has sort of collapsed. He grabs this huge boulder, and using his orcish strength, he pushes it aside, revealing a vast space just on the other side. Uh, uh, you can see that, you know, after the dust clears, there is, there seems to be a large space, uh, and I assume you guys are all going to go through it. So for the sake of time, let's say you do. The space beyond is thick with now familiar goblin musk. The, uh, the scent of dry rot mixed with feet. The party finds themselves on a balcony overlooking a massive room Perhaps once the castle's dining hall or some sort of meeting room. 
and spread all throughout the lower floor are ruddy and molding tents, withered and patched together like they're made from old clothes. Large curving staircases enter this lower room from the extreme right and left sides. And Hezekiah says, look at them all down there. Dozens of tents. Each one could hold dozens of goblins. Could be a hundred down there. Two hundred. And uh, what is your passive perception, you guys? Uh, Twelve. Plus three perception. Oh, no. Passive perceptions on your character sheet uh, should be on the bottom left side. If you don't have it in front of you, I will pull it up. It's right above I other proficiencies. Oh. <laughs> well, it's your it's your passive wisdom. So what's your base wisdom stat? Yeah, it's not popping up for me. So oh, uh, eleven. Torrent years is going to be uh perception score. Uh so ten plus your wisdom modifier, basically. Uh, 10 so, plus wisdom modifier, so mm-hmm. 11. So you're just going to be, yes, 11. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, okay, you're all, I think you actually all pass that then, unless you're really, really dumb. Um, all right, so just a passive perception check. Hezekiah uh, uh, is looking rather hungry, even though he's just eaten. Uh, and... Yeah, and that, that's, that's it. he seems to be uh, seems to be smiling. Also, if you like, you can also make an insight check and see if uh, if you if you think this is worth looking into. Mm. Yeah, okay. I don't have insight, so <laughs> Vert, you want to take the lead on interrogating this guy? Yeah, that's an eighteen on insight. You uh, you, you, you looking all right there? So you just see through him. Yeah, well, this is this is insight. This is your instincts for people. And you're noticing, like, yeah, he looks hungry and he's smiling. The look in his eyes, you notice, is, like, detached and unsettling. It uh, sort of reminds you of uh, someone from Vert's background. Someone who would smile to hide dark thoughts. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> hey, hey, you, uh, you, you doing all right there? Hezekiah, you, uh... Oh, yes. Oh, quite well. Well, we should get to work, chaps. Yeah, um... Why don't you hang back a little bit? And an excellent idea. As a broker of our new friendship, how about you go retrieve the goblin that we will speak to? Uh, my party will guard the far right stairs. You guys go left you'll notice that the goblins keep a rather strenuous, uh, if currently fleeting, guard. Uh, just any goblin should do, really. Um, once you get a little bit further into the village, the guards kind of pitter out, really. They're more on the edges. I think somebody on your team should come with us. Oh, I, if you think that you'll need that kind of assistance. Yeah, I just... Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I still don't exactly trust you. But I I got a pretty good feeling about May over there. I trust the orc. 
I think it would be good to have someone who's familiar with the area with us. So who are you who are you referring to there, Vert? Oh my god, are you saying we should get Dave Blaze? <laughs> By Olympus, no. Yes. Dave Blaze will assist you with his stealthy deeds. <laughs> you, you know what? As yeah. as J Mark, this is an amazing idea. And as Twilight, I freaking love this plan. <laughs> All right, so who has the party selected to join them? Uh, I vote Dave Place. Yeah. He's been here the longest, longer than anyone. That's why he's kind of gone a little crazy, right? Vert just kind of gestures over at Dave. It is uncomfortable for me that you vote in your democratic way. Out in the open where we all can hear your choices and decision-making. <laughs> However, Dave Blaze consents to join your party, temporarily. I'm very excited by the fact that Dave Blaze refers to himself in third person. <laughs> and full name. You say the whole thing. Every time. Can you... Can you can you give us a quick description of Dave Blaze? I know he's a wood elf with like blonde hair, right? Is there anything else we should know? You can tell that it was uh, it is initially blonde hair because you can see the roots, but it is uh, he has somehow like inked or tarred it mostly black. Uh, black sea could get it, but since grown out, uh, he's wearing uh, what clearly used to be a cape or a cloak but he has torn it off so that it doesn't fall far below his shoulder blades. You can see that he has um, he has a collection of what appear to be uh, gnarled-looking magic wands um, tucked into his belt, as well as a set of daggers. Uh, and you can you know clearly see into his belt because he, his cloak's all tore up. Uh, he also has a pencil-thin mustache. When his cape is down, you can see that. And he's wearing, uh, oh, and he's wearing the equivalent of a top hat, but it's uh, it's something he clearly made by himself out of not top hat materials, uh, probably like some some dried, uh, repurposed and restitched uh, pieces of cloth, maybe old cloth from these goblin tents, maybe parts of his cloak. Uh, but he's he's wearing that, uh, and it seems to just stay on his head, slightly tilted to the side. Uh, Twilight is starstruck and looks at Torin and Vert and Dave Blaze, then back at Torin, then back at Dave Blaze, then back at Vert, then back at Dave Blaze, and goes, Oh yeah, this is a great idea. There is absolutely no way anything can go wrong. I agree. As long as Dave Blaze is with you, your chance of success is multiplied by a thousand. So says Dave Blaze. It's 623. Magic is real. And very possible. Simply choose to believe in it and make a hefty donation to Potroblat before jumping off a very tall building. Hello? You will absolutely fly. Yes. I promise. Yes, I think we did it. I think we're in game. Can you hear me? Oh dear listeners, it is a wonderful day indeed being able to connect with all of you who aren't yet plugged in. Oh, I guess I'm really making a difference at the station. And our overseers have seen it in their 
many hearts to let me reach a wider audience. Now then, on to the next tip. I think if we pull this off, we can take down a drone. Uh... No! If we are on a stealthy mission, the first objective is always absolute and abject silence. Yeah, actually... I just stare death at him. Uh, he has a point, Torin. Did, did your god teach you how to be stealth? Do you even stealth, bro? You don't need stealth if your enemies are dead. Okay, but there's a lot of them, and, like, a lot of them, and we already almost died from inanimate armors, and honestly, I- Only I'm, the really big one. I'm not so much worried about me as I'm worried about him, and I take Derek's head out from, like, my- where he's hooked into my, my hip, and I point him at the goblin campsite and go, Derek, what do you think? Sneaky snake, or all in? Shh. Oh, and I, sh- I shake him a little bit. Oh, Derek! Oh, 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 hi, hi, uh, oh, good morning, or, you know, whatever time is, and, <laughs> ooh, Oh, how, how is everyone? what I miss? Uh, we're gonna go in there, and I point him at the big go- goblin campsite with all, like, the vicious-looking goblins or whatever. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, why? Uh, I think, I think the druid guy wants to eat them, or something. I don't know. We don't really have anything better to do. What do you guys think? Well, I think, personally, I mean, I know I'm just ahead, you keep in a bag, but... Uh, if I were going to eat any of them, I would probably eat the, the double goblin down there. The, the what? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. Also, you guys are still there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. What do I roll for that again? Uh, D20. Uh, just J-Mark. Just J-Mark. Just J-Mark. Okay, it's just me? Are you sure? Yep. You yep. said it a few times, I wasn't sure. Oh, well, what I meant was just J-Mark. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, I got a 14. Yeah, you notice that, uh, he says the double goblin. What you see down there is a, uh, what what you think is a feminine goblin, probably. Uh, it has sort of longer, uh, wispy hair than the, the other goblins you've encountered so far. Uh, it seems to be wearing something like a, like a smock. And it has a, a very, uh, distended, rounded tummy. Derek is referring to this as a double goblin. Oh my god, it's pregnant. And I say that kind of loudly so that the rest of the party can hear. Your helmet is pregnant? What? No, no, Dave, no. I mean that, and I point out at the pregnant goblin. Yes, I hear they reproduce. It is disgusting to Dave Blaze. I shall return to the shadows where I shall no longer contemplate such matters. So then I shove Twilight to get him moving. Ow, wait, I just, but baby! Keep moving, keep moving, finish the mission, and we can get out of here. To the leftmost stairs. Follow me if you can, for I am a specter in the night. And uh, Dave, Dave Blaze just starts uh, heading towards those stairs. Uh, Twilight decides to humor Dave Blaze, much like one would a child playing peekaboo, and go, Dave, Dave, where'd you go? Dave! Oh, God. Guys, we lost Dave. He's too good at being a specter of the night. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't think he started uh, hiding yet. Let's just go. He 
He hears you say this and he turns around and he goes, Never fear, I was right in front of you the entire time. Oh my now god. Now follow along. Dave, we found you. And I, I go after him. Do not feign to hug me, mortal. Oh. Away. And he turns his, his arm, his cloak over his face again and he starts making off towards the stairs. Oh, we are gonna die. Oh, we're totally boned. This is gonna be great. Yeah. As you guys make your way uh, along this enormous balcony, looking down, you get a much better view of the goblin camp. Uh, what you see is uh, a bunch of goblins. Uh, they energetically uh, run around down there between the tents. Uh, there seems to be like one wide open space in the middle of the encampment uh, with uh, maybe 10, 12 of these little guys. You keep losing track of them as they run between tents or out of your vision. And... Uh, you know, they seem to be kicking something around. They're uh, kicking up a little bit of dust. Uh, and you, uh, that's what you notice as you make your way uh, around to the stairway. I, I, so they're, they're just running around. Um, quick point of order. Is Debilica with us the whole time? Yep, she's floating right behind you. Uh, she is currently behind the rearmost member of your party, so Vert. Okay. Is she glowing? Oh, no. No, she doesn't glow at all. Oh, good. No, she does not emit light. And she's just observing? She's not even participating or not trying to do things to screw us over? Yes, and uh, she you've noticed, though, uh, she doesn't look quite as bored anymore. Huh. Uh, ever, ever since you... Uh, she's sort of had a neutral expression on her face, and then ever since you guys have met Hezekiah and his crew... He's, uh, she seemed to be actually paying attention. When you look back and check on her, you see that she's not, like, looking off into the distance at something. She is actually observing you guys now. Uh, you doing all right there, best buddy? Hmm? Oh, are you speaking to me? Uh, yeah, it's just you, uh, you seem a little more engaged right now. Is everything, uh, going all right for you? Let us say I am having the time of my life, as shall you very soon. Uh, all right. Um, that's not foreboding at all. Uh, so, uh, Dave, what's what's the plan here? Should we go over to that staircase? You know the way. Uh, Dave uh, has not reacted at all to you speaking with Debilica. He continues forward and he says, We will move with the utmost silence. Here, at the top of the stairs. Huddle here. And uh, he brings you to uh, to the top of the stairs, uh, and he runs across uh, the sort of opening at the top of the stairs to hide behind the railing on the other side. But the railing is too thin to conceal any any uh, any humanoid body. He's just he's just hiding behind like what are basically just slats, and he's looking down over the camp, and he's motioning you guys over. Vert just walks over, does not make any attempt to really hide. Uh, Twilight just stays where he is and watches. I just walk over flexing. <laughs> Dave Blaze looks at you all with disgust. And uh, he says, I am disappointed that you're not trying to take this seriously. Uh, he points down at the at the at this wide, enormous room at the bottom of the stairs. It's a good 20 feet down. Uh... And you, as you look down, you see that uh, there are, in fact, uh, just a, a handful of goblin guards, four, five, uh, spread very far apart. 
uh, over the course of the the enormity of this room, uh, it's like a um, it's about as big as like a, like a, a call base, you know, like a like before before Portugal had like one headquarters, they had like the the call bases all over. There's like those big rooms with people in cubicles. It's as big about as one of those. Um, and so like five, five goblins in that space is, is almost nothing. Like if one of them saw you, it would really have to make an effort to call out to get the next nearest goblin to hear you. Uh, you also notice that, uh, the camp is pretty brightly lit. I mean, it's a dark, dank room in a dark, dank castle. Um, basically like a, uh, like a sunset sort of amount of light is pervasive with torches going on in the camp. But you notice, now that you're closer to this side, there is one tent uh, sort of off in the shadows that is not well lit and is pretty far away from the rest of the encampment. And there is a, there's one guard standing right in front of the door to that tent. Um, well, that one looks interesting. Yes, indeed. But it is not part of the camp proper. The way I see it, we have two choices. Enter the main camp, and we could take perhaps one of their goblin women. Or we could try and see what's in that tent, or maybe perhaps as a third option, take one of these guards and, and see what they know. I was not given leadership over this little sortie, so I leave it to you. Well, I like option oh B. Oh my god, do, do we have a leader? Is that a thing? I merely follow orders. As long as I keep listening to Hezekiah, the meat keeps rolling in. Creepy. Uh, I say we take the tent. I like that idea. Yeah. Let's go take the tent. Very good. Follow me. And uh, he sits down on the uh, the railing of the staircase, and he starts sliding all the way down. And it's a spiral. So it completes a full rotation before he makes his way to the bottom uh, in the darkness of this room. There is no way I'm doing that. And I walk down the stairs. I'm totally doing this. And I guess I have to roll to do that? Um, yes. Roll for crazy? I was gonna... Yeah, let's roll uh, uh, acrobatics. Hell yeah, acrobatics. Hell yeah, acrobatics indeed, sir. Oh, oh, oh puffy. Uh, 23. <laughs> You died. You fell to your death. Oh, no, God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you are not at the skill level um, of Dave Blaze's boss. So I want to I wanna jump up onto the rail with both my feet, um, almost as if I have some kind of mechanism that allows me to uh, uh, to grind, I believe is what they called it back in the day, to, to grind mm -hmm. the rail. And I would yeah, like and they're scat boards. Yeah, yeah. And I would like to grind it down uh, and maybe do some pretty... Uh, pretty sick flips at the bottom. Uh, yeah. Uh, roll a second athletics for your sick flips. Okay. Well, no, that would be acrobatics, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Roll roll athletics or acrobatics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, keep confusing the A words. <laughs> that one was a twenty, but not a natural twenty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do a how many how many flips do you want to do six uh let's do six yeah screw it six <laughs> yeah you do six you do six back flips with turns in them at the bottom awesome dave blaze is the only one at the bottom and uh he doesn't seem impressed by your antics 
Ta-da! Torin chooses to walk down, hands over his eyes, head shaking, armor clanking. Wait, like like he's scared? No, like he's just ashamed <laughs> of who he's with and just chooses to walk normally down the normal stairs. Oh. You did it. You guys you you conquered the stairs. Alright, let's do it again. How much how much experience points? Woo! That was awesome. The only experience here is the joy of pleasing the spirits. The arcane spirits around me power Dave Blaze, and we shall use their wit and cunning on our next escapade. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So... So, Vert, uh, in terms of crazy, how crazy is Dave Blaze? You're educated, right? Uh, well, yeah, I um, not classically, but uh, I would say on a, a scale of uh, one to to ancient worm, um, uh, deity. Well, I like him, and I, I go, I go walking towards the tent that we had initially targeted. You believe your friends are a talking head and a ghost devil? Well. Derek is my friend. We've already established that previously. Ah, it is wonderful to meet another person who communes with the spirits. I once spoke to a disembodied head for seven days before I realized it wasn't my own mother. Haha, <laughs> yeah, that's normal. And uh, I would like to make my way over, uh, stealthily over to the tent. I don't know if I, I need a stealth roll, because I guess... I, what. Where's the guard adjacent and the tent we're going to adjacent to us? Like, can I just go around it without him noticing, without having to roll? Now, these are the questions I like here asked. Uh, going a direct route to the tent or going a roundabout route to the tent would still take you past one goblin guard. So you can stealth, but you can stealth through the, the murky darkness. Uh, so give me a stealth check if you're trying to be stealthy or if you guys just want to punch through a goblin and don't be stealthy. Mm, I'm going to go with stealthy. But but I will I will remind you if you have to end up punching a goblin, got to be quick about it before he can get reinforcements. There are hundreds of goblins in that camp. Mm-hmm. Surprise attack. Um. Hmm. I was not built for stealth. Uh, I would like to stealth up to the goblin with Dave Blaze and take it out with him. Um, I look at Dave and I go, "Hey, Dave." Hello. Do you like eating your meat raw? I I suppose it doesn't really matter. Well, there's a a guard. Are you hitting on me? Well, uh, maybe a little bit. You're kind of cute. Uh, there's a thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just you know I'm really into you. Uh, not not like a ton. We just met, but you know uh, it's been a while. Too much talking. Tell me what we must murder. Okay. Well, there's a goblin on the way to the tent, most likely. Uh, do you want to come with me? Because I don't really feel like killing something that's not attacking me, but I figure you don't seem to have very many morals. How correct you are! Morals are the creations of the mortals, which is why those words sound similar. Excellent. So, uh, let's go. And I'm rolling my stuff. Okay. Uh, give me quickie, quick stealth roll here. I got a 16. 16? Cool. Let me find Dave Blaze's stealth roll right fast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Oh, okay, good. 
Thank God. I thought it, I just realized, like, as I picked up the die, I'm like, how great would it be if he blows this for everyone? <laughs> but that's not what happened. Um, so yeah, you're able to stealth right by this goblin. Uh, he he is completely oblivious to you as you go by. Okay. And uh, I, I I look at Dave and I whisper to him, "How about uh, taking him out with a quick hit to the throat there, and I'll I'll cover you just in case you do, it doesn't work right away." Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, I was. Can I? Could use my magical abilities. Could silence him from the source of his very soul. But if you just want to hit him in the throat, I mean, that's fine too. I mean, I mean, I figure we should save our spell slots. You know, I have a feeling that this day is not going to go well at all. It just seems pretty, pretty like uh, if this if this were the show of our lives, that would be a common theme. Spell slots, ha! Who uses their petty internal magics? Dave Blaze is onto a greater power, and he pulls his cloak aside, even though you know it wasn't blocking anything. He pulls one of these gnarled-looking wands out of his belt. Now behold in your awe the power of Dave Blaze. And he starts pointing the wand at the goblin, uh, and uh, nothing's happening. Tiny side note, Torn just stands in the background watching, ashamed, and judging. <laughs> just like, you just see this in your dark vision? Oh, God, yeah, no, you don't see this at all, but Oh, I thought you said this place was brightly lit. No, I said it's lit like a, like a late sunset. Ah. Like, everything's in, like, you know, shades of blue and stuff. Right now, the goblin, the goblin doesn't have, like, a torch or anything. He's trying to spot people, and he's just sort of peering out into the darkness, and it's not helping him a whole bunch. Okay, so I don't see it, but I still just stare into the darkness, judging. <laughs> yeah, no, you judge. Just you assuming. Know, <laughs> just even if you can't see... I can smell the failure. <laughs> uh, Verge standing next to Torin uh, looks up at him. You, you, you don't want to know. I can hear and smell and taste in the air the failure. Um, in order to further help out uh, Dave Blaze with his attack, uh, I tell him to. I put a finger up and like uh, cast to like tell him to wait for a better distraction and i cast pressed a digitation to just make the tiniest light appear floating in front of the goblin's like eye like and it, like it's whimsically like moving in the air the goblin reacts to this uh it makes a, a sharp yelping noise and it readies its uh sort of spears this makeshift spear uh with a the the metal tip on the end looks like it wasn't originally like a sword blade or anything. It looks like just like a jagged piece of metal that they found and like tied to a stick. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I I I I hold a finger up to hold Dave Blades a little longer and just keep the light floating ever so gently and whimsically, like very clearly, not threateningly. Right, and Dave Blaze, he's still holding his wand. He's now at this goblin's back, and he, he keeps stepping closer and closer to this goblin. Uh, until he uh, he looks back at you and he, he winks. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Oh, God. Uh, so, he rolled... A nat 20, 
on this surprise attack. <laughs> Uh, to take out, as he's, he's holding the, the wand with such aggravation, his arm is shaking, and without moving that arm down at all with his other hand, he reaches in and grabs uh, a dagger and just sort of just pops the goblin right in the back of the head with it. Just slick, slick. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, he, he puts the, the wand back in its holster and he puts the dagger back and he walks back to you and he's like, your distractions and methods in the arcane arts are noted for future use by Dave Blaze. And uh, I start clapping my hands, and I'm like, "That was incredible! I want." In the distance, in the distance, you hear uh, the sharp yelping noise of goblins hearing you clap your hands. Well, no, no, no! I wasn't clapping hard. It was like a light clap, like not even that loud. <laughs> nope, it happened. What? Damn it! <laughs> Hurry, get out of there! All right, and uh, I, I whisper to, like, uh, so that uh, the rest of my two party members can hear and go, Hey, guys, we gotta go. Vert, hold Torn's hand. He can't see shit. Vert grabs Torn's hand. Yeah, we gotta go. We're, um, ah. we're screwed. <laughs> and I start running forwards towards them. Okay, um, no, excuse me. Uh, Torn and Vert, you run past a goblin corpse. Uh, you meet up with the group of four, and you guys start heading towards the tent. Uh, you move about a hundred yards through this, this, I don't want to say twilight room because I don't want to give J Mark that much confidence, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, and you see the tent in the distance now in the, in the murky darkness. Uh, there is, there is, uh, a goblin standing guard in front of it and the tent is fairly large. Uh, it looks like it's large enough to fit, uh, like Ten full humanoids, uh, such as yourselves, in there. Like this, it's it's bigger than any other goblin tent that you that you took note of uh, when you were looking over from the balcony earlier. I wonder if that's where the the leader's at. We shall soon find out and find glorious combat. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It seems a little bit too on the nose, but uh, screw it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, Dave, you want you want to head in there and check it out? Yes, we shall enter from the tent's secret compartment. Wait, what? Uh, and rolling his stealth, which is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, he he stealths all the way around through the darkness, moving over uh, pieces of broken like table and chair that are just spread throughout this room, uh, like things that maybe were once full pieces of furniture. Uh, yeah, he uses the ones that are just big enough, and he evades sight, and he goes to the side of the tent, and you see with his dagger, he, uh, just slices open, like, one side of the wall of the tent, and he, he motions to you. Oh, uh, secret compartment. Uh, I get it. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That definitely was not there until just now. Hmm. Uh, now, now remember, there is still one goblin standing guard. Uh... All right, uh, Torin. Mm. Hey, hey, Torin, buddy. Yes. You can't see shit, so uh, honestly, you should probably keep an eye out. Uh, maybe silence anyone before they make any noise discreetly, please. Don't make too much noise. I will kill everything that tries to come in or out of this doorway. Can well, mm, hold on, wait. Not not us, preferably. That that would be great. 
Uh, well, make sure I know it's you. Oh, God. It's quite dark in here. Okay. This is a terrible idea, and uh, I, I go in. I ready myself, sword and shield in hand, staring what I think is forward but could be up. <laughs> I love that it's just, it's Torin and this goblin are staring each other down and they don't know each other's there yet. Alright, those of you trying to follow Dave Blaze, make a stealth check. Make a what check? A stealth check, using your stealth roll. Stealth. Okay. As a bonus, if you can do it without hearing, without me hearing you roll the die, that's extra stealthy. Oh, good. Well, I got a 17. What's my extra stealth I get? Oh, you're fine. So yeah, you're able to follow Dave Blaze around. The goblin doesn't move from its post. It actually looks kind of sleepy as you walk by it, you notice. I am also following them in. I got a 19. Yeah, no, you're totally good, Vert. You also notice that the goblin looks sleepy. That's uh, that's it with that goblin. That's his whole backstory. That was riveting. Thank you. He's overworked. Mm. Yeah, I put a lot of work into these, so that's that was nice to hear. Uh, so, Torin's waiting outside. You enter the side of the tent. Uh, you can see that it's brightly lit. And as you walk in... Uh, the very first thing you notice is in the middle of this tent is a very familiar sight. It is the broken cage from earlier. The very same? The very same. It's large enough to hold uh, a large humanoid, like maybe up to an orc, maybe a small orc. Um, there are four goblins inside the tent, and their attention is on this cage. They seem to be trying to repair it. Uh... One of them is just kind of hitting it with a stick on a part that's like clearly not like a rivet or bolt. It's just kind of like just smacking at it. <laughs> but I think that like it thinks it's doing a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what counts at the end of the day, really, like self-confidence and how you feel yeah. inside. Yeah. Uh, so there are four goblins. They are working on this cage. Uh, it is it is brightly lit. There are torches. Uh, there are four torches inside this tent. Uh and you can see you can see everything that's going on. They've got some pieces of scrap metal in a pile uh, off to the side, uh, and they've uh, got rudimentary tools that all seem to be like rocks tied to sticks uh, in different ways. Like they've got like a rock tied to stick screwdriver and a rock tied to a stick hammer, of course. And they seem to be trying to fix this cage up. Uh, Vert, what do you uh, think we should do there, buddy? Scare them out. Yeah, but that'll make a lot of noise. And if we do that, they might bring friends. Hmm. Hmm. You guys are taking a lot of time here, so I'm going to roll and see if they have taken notice of you yet. Didn't we roll stealth, though, so they wouldn't have? You did, but now you're, like, just kind of standing in a brightly lit room. Don't worry, oh. they haven't noticed you yet. Oh, the room is brightly lit? My bad. Yeah, there's torches. There's four torches on either side. Mm, okay. The goblins are busy working, so they haven't noticed you yet. Okay. Um, are they talking to each other? Yes, they're gibbering in goblish. Okay. Which sounds like it's which sounds a bit like uh, like. Okay, I would like to cast. Uh, I, I would like us to kind of pull back into the shadows again, where we can see them, but they can't see us. Uh, and I so back out of the tent. Uh. Kinda, yeah. Um, and I would like to cast Comprehend Languages. Because I want to know what they're saying. Oh, cool. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. 
uh, and it says here, for the duration, I understand literally the meaning of any spoken language that I can hear and any written language that I can see. Um, okay, well, I'm going to think of four goblins worth of dialogue. Then. Okay, and uh, this spell lasts for an hour. Okay, no, you're good. Um, you're super Gucci on that. Uh, is there any kind of like roll you have to make, or is it just poof, you get languages? Uh, it's just poof. No roll. Okay, you poofed. You poofed, and you can hear the goblins. Uh, no, really. I'm lucky to be... No, no that's not their voice. Hold on. <laughs> uh, hmm. Honestly, gents, I'm lucky to be alive. I say, the one pink skin... I say he's got tiny horns, you see. Caught me, held me like an infant as I fell from this ladder, from this devilish explosion. I thought for sure I was a doomed goblin, but no siree, I tell you that much. <laughs> oh my god. It's that. And uh, yeah, you recognize this as the goblin who uh, you knocked off a ladder earlier, and he escaped into the darkness of the armor storage room. And uh, he has since made it back to camp, it seems. Is pink skin just their generic term for all non-goblins? Because I'm definitely purple. But okay. <laughs> uh, what what are the other ones saying in response? Like, are they saying anything worth noting that we could listen to? Oh, yeah, you know, you can still hear their whole conversation. Uh, they're saying things like, uh, I just wonder how much longer we'll have to keep this cage a secret from the others. Eventually, they're going to ask where the meat is coming from. He's like, yes, of course, but we talked through with the chief, and we all agreed that it would be best for the women and children to not discuss that we are, of course, eating sentient creatures. Just because the bird's stock is running low, and farming is apparently very much a non-goblin trait. Oh, goodness, that was foolish an endeavor. But we don't give up. Still, we must survive, and we will keep hunting these sentients, but we need this cage, darn it. Ugh. If we have to pull any more resources from the camp, though, someone's sure to find out. Last thing I need is seeing my own little green child, green face staring up at me, wondering, but father, is this really where we've gotten our meat all this time? Um, and with that, I grab Vert and Dave Blaze by the back of their collars, and I drag them out of the tent. Uh, like, they know it's me, so I'm not doing it in a, like oh my god, we've been attacked way. Uh, and I drag them outside so that we can have a, a sidebar conference with each other. You will unhand David, yep. please, as he silently is angry. What? You guys, what? guys, what? listen. Yeah. Listen. Torin, are you here? Mm. Who's there? Over here, big guy. It's, it's, tw it's, it's Twilight. Don't kill us. Okay. I'll try. So, the goblins are eating people but they don't want to. They're in the same boat as we are. I mean, as, as you guys are, they... It looks like uh, we might have the know-how of how to grow food, but but they have the things that we need to grow, and, and they don't know how. And that's why they're eating people. And you guys are eating people because you know how to make food, but you don't know how to... You don't know where to get the food to make. So... We, we, this is all wrong. This is all, oh my god, this is all wrong. This is all wrong. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We, we get the goblins and that's, that's where food comes from. 
No, Dave, Dave, listen to me. Okay. What if instead of killing these goblins that are sentient beings and eating them, what if instead we work together? We are working together. No, 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 with, with the goblins. Yes, together we will kill and eat the goblins. No, 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 Dave, 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 look at me. What if we used our knowledge of how to grow food? Yes. And their and their food that they have to grow, and we work together to keep all of us alive without eating each other. There is only one kink in your plan that Dave Blaze does not abide. And what's that? How does one eat the goblins if we are working together? Ah, well, if we talk to the chief, maybe, just hear me out, maybe they'll let us eat their sick and old after they die. And there's a lot of them, so I'm sure there's plenty that are likely to die from sickness Mm. or elder age. Well, an easy meal would dull the preternatural skills of Dave Blaze. But perhaps there is something to look into in this life of certitude. Uh, what, what do you guys think? I, I, I kind of like the idea of not having to kill these things. Also, if Dave needs uh, targets, then I'm sure there are some demons around that could use a little clearing out. I believe your idea would go better. Speaking to the one that's not an insane idiot. Okay. Um, here's the issue. Uh, I don't know if we could trust Hezekiah. Oh, you can't trust him as far as you can kill him. I meant the others. Oh, uh, maybe. Well, we could speak for them. I mean, there's really not a lot that they could do. That is true. I mean, we're down here and they're not doing anything right now. Oh, oh. Okay. Um, hey, Dave? Mm, I am listening to you. How much do you like Hezekiah? Hmm. Truly, our arrangement is only one of necessity. He's kind of... Roll your, uh, roll your insight as he tells you that, by the way. Okay. If you feel like it. I would. Uh, 17. Uh, there's, there's a level of dishonesty to what he's just told you. Uh, it does seem to be a, a... You believe what he says, but there's more to it than that. Uh, and you suspect a sick sort of joy in his voice as he as he talks about his relationship with Hezekiah. Dave. I am already listening to you. What aren't you telling me, buddy? K- kill- killing is fun. Okay. Well... Would you be willing to do something that would get Hezekiah killed? Possibly? Hmm. I do not think this is a possibility. Hezekiah outranks us all. Even the mighty Dave Blaze. Well, here's... In the art of combat. Truly, that is why he is the leader. Well, here's the thing. I think we need to act quickly. Because... I agree. I have a feeling that us being here and Hezekiah not being with us... That if we try to form this pact with the goblins, Hezekiah is going to try to throw us under the bus. Hmm, I do not know what this bus is you speak of, but I believe that if we do not ally ourselves with Hezekiah on this issue, he will turn on us all. Exactly. 
And I believe that if we bring this issue to him, he will also turn on us all. Indeed. He's already proven himself to be evil. We shall slay him. Sorry, the odds are against us. Let us move forward with your insane plan. All right. Uh, In that case, Dave, I need you to run in there. And uh, I need you to get a certain goblin for me. Hmm. Are they somehow identifiable as individuals? Uh, yeah, um, and I I would like to creep back in, like, poke my head into the tent uh, with Dave and point at the goblin that I had set free earlier in the evening. And I also take a second, I look at Dave and go, hey, do you speak goblin? Do I chitter like an animal? No, of course not. Uh, it's fine. I have a spell. Uh, I, I think I can speak to him anyway. Um, grab that one for me. And make sure... The green one? The one I'm pointing at, yes. They're all green. But specifically the one I'm pointing at. And make sure nobody notices he's gone and he doesn't make any noise about it. And don't kill him. Hmm. In this brightly lit room, truly you, pos- you pose a challenge... To the supernatural abilities of Dave Blaze. Which you like. Indeed. Uh, so, okay, you send, you send Dave Blaze to go pick your favorite goblin. Okay. Okay, uh, rolling his stealth. Uh, you see Dave Blaze enter the hole in the tent, and uh, very quickly, the lights uh, from the torches... Uh, start going dark. Uh, you hear the first two extinguish, and then the goblins start making a chittering noise, and then the next two extinguish. Uh, and about ten seconds of panicked jittering and screeching later, uh, the guard enters the tent. The sleepy guard wakes up, enters the tent, and uh, roll a... Nah, I'll let you have this one. Uh, Dave Blaze exits the tent with the goblin you do believe to be the one you pointed at. He's got it in a in a chokehold, and it's making a gurgling noise. Okay, and uh, I gesture for Dave and the rest of my team, and we head uh, back on over, uh, like, a bit of ways away from where anyone can hear us besides our little group. Um, and I tell Dave to, like keep a hand on his mouth but to stop choking him and i look at the goblin and now with my spell able to communicate with it go hey hey i want you to stay calm it's me you remember the one that let you go earlier and you didn't die don't don't scream don't scream um because if you do i'm worried this guy will try to kill you and i don't want you to die nod if you understand uh, the goblin gives a nod, and just real quick, uh, while you're doing this comprehend languages, uh, you are not actually speaking goblin, so lucky for you, uh, this goblin understands. Oh, thank god. <laughs> <laughs> just, I thought I'd scare you for a second. Oh, there. No, everything's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he gives a nod. Okay, and, uh, Dave slowly lets him go, I'm guessing? Okay. Uh, you didn't tell Dave that. Okay, so, Dave... I don't think he's going to run. You're not going to run, right? And I ask him again. Yeah, the goblin nods. Okay. Uh, Before he lets you go, I use the spell. So even though I'm speaking in common, I understand you. 
I understand the arcane arts better than you, tiny tiefling. Uh, I'm, ta- I'm talking to the goblin, Dave. Um, oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's okay. I'm Dave Blaze apologizes. That's okay. Now, listen, buddy. My name. Hi, I'm Twilight. Um, and I heard what you were saying with your buddies about how you don't want your child to know that you're eating sentient species. Is that right? The goblin looks up at you with sad eyes. And you guys, you you guys have stuff that you can grow, but you don't know how to farm, right? Uh, the goblin looks up at you with comprehending nods? What if we could help you learn how to grow your food, and in exchange you'll share some of it with just our tiny party of friends? And in return, we will tell you of someone who seeks to eat and destroy all of you. The goblin with uh, Dave Blaze's hand over his mouth gives you a agreeable glance. Okay, and I, I nod for Dave to let the goblin's like mouth go so he can talk back. Right, so uh, yeah, the goblin hunched over, very hunched sort of creature, lands on all fours and then gets up and looks at you. And you all hear it say, <laughs> It says, my name is Jake, and it is wonderful to see you again, tall creature that is apparently friendly to goblins. Hey! Tell me, what is what is your name? Oh, hi, I'm Twilight, and uh, trust me, I, I know what it's like having people judge you for how you look. I totally get it. Uh, my friends here can't understand you, uh, but they, I, I can, yeah, hey guys, he, this is Jake. He's on the level. And uh, this is uh, the, the big guy over there is Torin. And uh, hey. my buddy over here is Vert. And uh, hey. the guy behind you is Dave Blaze. Uh, he's a bit of he's a bit of an oddball. He's a nice guy, though, I, I think. He likes killing people, but he told us he would not kill you guys anymore because we would keep him fed. So at least there's that. How nearly a kindness this is. So, uh, you, you heard our piece. Do you think you could, uh, grant us safe passage and possibly, do you think your chief would be receptive to, to, to our idea? Interesting proposal. A peace treaty between the great goblin kingdom and the beasts. Hmm. Maybe there is more than one way to slay a monster. Woe is the threat of Goblin. Uh, and he's waxing poetical a little bit. Uh, Torin and Vert, you guys of course hear. He sounds angry. I believe it to have gone rabid. Would I slay it? Torin, 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 believe it or not, he he's real cool. And actually he has a very, very pretty sense for poetry. Which, if you don't know what that is, think of it like the stories that used to be told about your god. I'm sure they existed. But he's on the level. Uh, yeah, uh, so Jake seems to uh, agree with you. He seems to like the plan. Okay. Uh, of course I cannot go forward with this on my own. We will need to speak with the chief. But not here. 
a middle ground, a, a, a place where we can broker such peace. And, uh, what did you have in mind? Hmm. I shall assemble the Goblin Guard. We shall meet at the top of one of these spiraling hills with slots cut in them. There. There at the top of these shall we make peace. Is he referring to the stairs? Yes, goblins don't have a word for stairs. Okay, so I, I look at Jake and I go, listen, there's something you need to know. Of course. I am. I trust you, purple friend who has not told me his name yet. I, I did. I, I said my name's oh. Twilight. I, I said it. Oh, somehow I, I missed that part while I was trying to remember how to do all the voices. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there, I... That 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 human you captured earlier. Do you remember in the cage? Ah yes, the mightiest of beasts. We had been hunting him for several days. We suspected that on a moral ground, should we begin to eat sentience, the first should be the biggest threat to us all. After weeks of him killing our own women and children, we finally came to the conclusion of his hiding spot, and with great perseverance and only minimal loss of goblin life, we were able to just barely track him down and almost nearly catch him. But we are hopeful that next time around... Well, I suppose there won't need to be a next time now. Well, listen. Would you go and talk to the chief? You need, you need to tell him that, that that beast is nearby. And that he thinks we're working for him, and we're not. That's why I came to you, and I have this proposal. But listen, if he finds out that we're doing this, he's going to either try to kill all of you, or he's going to try to blame all of this on us, and you, you can't let that happen. Yes. We shall bring every defensible male goblin of the entire kingdom. Rejoice, tall friends. Today you meet a goblin king. What a wonderful day it has been. Talking to all of you. We can save her. My unfortunate, I know we can. unplugged listeners. Can we try? I hope that one day you might be able to join us again in true reality. We can save her. But until then, I know we can. I leave you with one final tip. If we try. By me, Robin. We can save her. We can save her. Tip zero. Friendship is the most powerful tool you can have to survive in the world, and you should hope to make I, oh dear. <laughs> dear listener, it seems that the station heads are displeased with this final tip. 
it would, it would seem that speaking of abstract concepts like friendship is not monetizable and not something that I should... Wait! Wait, I'm sorry, I swear! into true reality. Whatever you do, don't go into it! <laughs> My apologies. My. That was very strange, wasn't it? The station heads have assured me that Everything that was said up to this moment will be quickly erased from your memories and replaced with joyous imagery of kittens frolicking in meadows. Stay tuned for the adorable sounds of purring and meows. Thank you, and keep living your truth. Hey, Jmark again, here to say a big fat thank you to each and every one of you for giving so much love and support to our little podcast. Every time you share it with a loved one, every time you tell us how the show has impacted you, and heck, every time you just listen, you're making a huge difference in our lives. I'm sorry for not updating a ton of social media lately. I need to be much better about that, but I'm currently working on quite a few projects and job hunting and very definitely falling behind, but never fear. I will get my act together. And uh, just a reminder that if you have not yet to follow us on our social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter at TFUCast. And if you tweet us about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising, you could have a chance to have your name as a character on our show. People like Jake the Goblin, named after Jake Bossy, at JakeBossy4 on Twitter. Or people like Hezekiah or May, who have been strong supporters of our show from the beginning. We love having you all be a part of our journey and definitely definitely want to add more to the mix. That all being said, our next episode launches two weeks from today, so November 9th, which will be the end of our first big arc, and mean we will be ready to name plenty of more characters after all of you. So definitely get those tweets out. Anyway, that's it from me. I will see you all in two weeks, and remember, the Overseers are always watching.